God morning, which is the same as saying good morning. Here's the meaning of good morning. Get up for G, open your heart for O, open your mind for O, dedicate your day to God for D. Morning, M for meditate, O, optimize your resources. R, remove all negative thoughts. N, never underestimate your potential. I, inspire someone. N, never lose faith. G, go out with joy and confidence. And so I say, good morning. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. It's a daily podcast, and I'm your host, Pamela Staten, dedicating today's podcast to Dolly Mama. That's right, dedicating it to my mom. And I want to give a mention to Marva and Kat and Ted and Eloise and Paula. We're all together. God is good. Amen. Here's my mother's favorite prayer. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, In every moment of every hour, I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. And I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Good choice, Mom. What else would we expect from an Olympian? God, grant me the serenity to accept all things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking as Jesus did this sinful world as it is and not as I would have it, trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever. 
in the next. Amen. And now a daily prayer. Gaze up to heaven. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand. You know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know. But when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and pray. Dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. Alleluia. Those are the prayers that started it all. And this prayer I dedicate to my mom. It says, where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. Where there is God, there is no need. And as long as I've known you, Mom, you have had no need. So God bless you. Stay right there, listeners. We'll be back. Got more coming. Stay right there. It is time. It is time for the Proverbs. I tell you, these are God's marching orders. These are instructions for your life. If you listen to them, you'll have less gray hairs. (laughs) That I promise. This is a modern rendition of the Proverbs, and it's basically so we can clearly understand what the Lord is saying. The Lord detests the use of dishonest scales, but he delights in accurate weights. Pride leads to disgrace, but humility comes with wisdom. Honesty guides good people. Dishonesty destroys treacherous people. Riches won't help on the day of judgment, but the right living can save you from death. The godly are directed by honesty. The wicked fall beneath their load of sin. The godliness of good people rescues them. The ambition of treacherous people traps them. 
When the wicked die, their hopes die with them, for they rely on their own feeble strength. The godly are rescued from trouble, and it falls on the wicked instead. With their words, the godless destroy their friends, but knowledge will rescue the righteous. The whole city celebrates when the godly succeed. They shout for joy when the wicked die. Upright citizens are good for a city and make it prosper, but the talk of the wicked tears it apart. It is foolish to belittle one's neighbor. A sensitive person keeps quiet. A gossip goes around telling secrets, but those who are trustworthy can keep a confidence. Without wise leadership, a nation falls. There is safety in having many advisors. There's danger in putting up security for a stranger's debt. It's safer not to guarantee another person's debt. A gracious woman gains respect, but ruthless men gain only wealth. Your kindness will reward you but your cruelty will destroy you. Evil people get rich for the moment, but the reward of the godly will last. Godly people find life. Evil people find death. The Lord detests people with crooked hearts, but he delights in those with integrity. Evil people will surely be punished, but the children of the godly will go free. A beautiful woman who lacks discretion is like a gold ring in a pig's snout. The godly can look forward to a reward, while the wicked can expect only judgment. Give freely and become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. The generous will prosper and those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. People curse those who hoard their grain, but they bless the one who sells in time of need. If you search for good, you will find favor, but if you search for evil, it will find you. Trust in your money and down you go, but the godly flourish like leaves in spring. Those who bring trouble on their families inherit the wind. The fool will be a servant to the wise. The seeds of good deeds becomes a tree of life. A wise person wins friends. If the righteous are rewarded here on earth, what will happen to wicked sinners? To learn, you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. The Lord approves of those who are good, but he condemns those who plan wickedness. Wickedness never brings stability but the godly have deep roots. 
A worthy wife is a crown for her husband, but a disgraceful woman is cancer to his bones. The plans of the godly are just. The advice of the wicked is treacherous. The words of the wicked are like murderous ambush, but the words of the godly save lives. The wicked die and disappear, but the family of the godly stands firm. Let's put a pin in it there. Love the Proverbs. Don't you feel more wise? Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more prayers. And here's a prayer from the wilderness. Gaze up to heaven, clasp your hands together, and pray with me. Father, as I start this day, only you know what I will encounter. Realizing your watchful eye is my protection, provides me with comfort and strength. It is my assurance I am not alone. Your watch over my life provides a barrier from hurt and harm. I praise you, Father, for watching over me so I don't have to swim through familiar or unfamiliar waters with no direction or plan. I know your intentions are all-encompassing and they include problems that surprise me but are not unknown to you. Father, I praise you for guiding me with your eye from danger to safety from darkness to light, from sorrow to joy. I am continuously amazed by your omnipresence. As you watch over me, Lord, you are simultaneously overseeing the affairs of the universe. The fact that you considered me to have significance in the grand scheme of the world is awesome. And it is proof of your unconditional love for me. I praise you, Lord, for leading me away from people who desire to poison my mind and spirit and ushering in those who know your language of love and faith. But I also praise you for the unbelievers in my life for whom I can be a living example. Father, I am thankful every day is a new experience with you. I marvel at the ways in which you lead me. Sometimes it's morning prayers confirmed with a word. Sometimes you place your discernment in my spirit. And sometimes it is a clear word from the Holy Spirit telling me what I need to do and where I need to go. It is always your love being poured into my life, Lord. So I praise you for your protection. I thank and praise you for your love. And I truly appreciate your continuous leading and watchful eye. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. 
You are my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for your name's sake, lead me and guide me. I will instruct and teach you in the way I should go. I will guide you with my eye. When he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. Beautiful, beautiful scriptures listeners. John chapter 10 verse 27. John chapter 10 verse 4. Psalm 32 verse 8. Psalm 31 verse 3. Beautiful, beautiful. Amen. You know, There's a common misconception that believers should be perfect. Pretending to have our lives in order, many of us wear happy faces and we speak words that sound acceptable. And at times we're ashamed to admit our shortcomings, you know, as if they should not exist. Salvation through Jesus, however, doesn't change the fact that sin is present in our life. When we're born again, God forgives us and sees us as righteous. Yet our battle with sin will continue until we arrive in heaven. In fact, striving for perfection actually can be a trap that pulls us away from living a godly life. Functioning in this way is a form of relying on our own capability. Jesus said that he came to heal the spiritually sick because they recognized their weakness. With an awareness of our inadequacy comes the realization of our need for him. The world sees successful individuals as powerful and self-sufficient. Jesus. He doesn't care about those qualities. Instead, he wants people that are aware of their own brokenness. And that is the foundation for godliness. We should accept our neediness and seek God's word. Seek his faithful service. Deepen our trust. And our decision-making should be based upon principle rather than preference. Patiently and mercifully, God matures us. So be careful not to cover up your sins in order to look like a quote-unquote good Christian. Without recognition and confession of our sinfulness, we're unable to rely fully on God. It is only with this awareness that we can passionately seek him. It is only with this awareness 
that we can obey in his strength. And it is only with this awareness that we can confess with repentance when we miss the mark. Amen. Lord, I believe you created me for a special purpose and that you have a perfect plan for my life. I ask that you fulfill your purpose for me and help me to do my part by earnestly seeking you daily through prayer and your word. Thank you, Lord, that as I seek you each day, you will guide me along the best pathway for my life. In Jesus' name, amen. We'll return in just a moment. trusting God day by day says you could use a blessing. 1 Thessalonians 5.15 says see that none of you repays another with evil for evil but always aim to show kindness and seek to do good to one another and to everybody. This scripture in 1 Thessalonians tells us to always show kindness Living in this generous kind of way is pleasing to God, listeners. There are many other scriptures that also tell us to be good to everybody, not just those that we consider to be like-minded with or who are in our church, but to everybody. Even if someone is your employee and they serve you, you should think of ways that you can serve them also. And when you get your morning coffee, bring them one occasionally. Pick up after yourself and don't make extra work for anyone. The people who help us in our lives should always be shown appreciation. There was a woman who was cleaning the bathroom at a department store. And the people gave her some money and they said, oh, you look like you work hard and I thought you could use a blessing. Well, she smiled and quickly left. A few minutes later, she found the same people in the shoe department and expressed her gratitude and told them how their act of kindness had lifted her up. She told them that she did indeed work hard and she felt that nobody paid much attention to that fact. Listeners, you will be amazed at how your joy will increase if you make a habit of noticing those who usually aren't noticed. God watches out for them and he will be delighted to have you make yourself available as his partner in this endeavor. Amen. I love it. So trust in him. Partner with God to be a blessing to everyone that you come in contact with, 
especially the people that are often overlooked. Trust the nudges that he places in your heart and always do good for others. Amen. It also tells us to seek God first and he will add things. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. Seek, which means aim and strive after, first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness. His way of doing and being right. And then all things taken together will be given you besides. Matthew 6.33 tells us that when we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, he will give us everything we need. It's a matter of putting God first in our lives. Simple, right? Easy. Not necessarily. Even though we want God to help us, it's sometimes difficult to consistently put him first. It may seem easy to trust him with your life when you're in church on Sunday or on Monday, you know, you'll be tempted to take control again. Seeking God and putting him first requires building an intimate relationship. We are listeners, don't worry. A relationship that will sustain you every day of the week. God knows what we need better than we do, and he longs to provide it, but he requires that we make him top priority in our lives. Like many other Christians, don't just put your time in on Sunday. Okay? When you accept Christ, you are on your way to heaven. And you're showing the world that you love God. And you got to love him with your whole heart. So every area of your life that you have not yet surrendered to him, you got to do it. Because if you don't, your life will lack victory and joy. Cry out to God for help and thankfully he will hear you and answer your prayer. Then he's going to show you what you need (laughs) to let him out of that Sunday morning box, so to speak, and allow him to be the first in continuing you have to allow him to be first in every area of your life and then you will be amazed at the ways that God provides everything else you need so trust in him seek God first give him first place in every area of your life through trust and fellowship and you will experience the happiness and stability that comes from a changed life a life with proper priorities. 
thank you listeners for coming to pray with me. We just got these blessings started. It was my pleasure and my joy to pray with you today. So come back tomorrow. Remember the things that we learned. Apply them to your life and may God continue to bless you. Bye for now.